0: Hey everybody, this is John Thurman with the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. I'm excited to have this Sherm 18 special edition with Michael Wilkinson. Michael's the Managing Director of Leadership Strategies, Inc., a leadership training and strategy consulting firm specializing in group facilitation. He's considered a national leader in the facilitation industry. Active in both public and private sectors, Michael's provided leadership training and strategy development assistance to organizations like the Coca-Cola Company, Unisys, Sears, EPA, CDC, KPMG, Pete Marwick, and the American Cancer Society. He's a much sought-after facilitator, trainer, and speaker, both in the U.S. and around the globe. Prior to starting Leadership Strategies, Michael spent six years with ADP and eight years in the information technology practice of Ernst & Young's Management Consulting Group. He's a high honors graduate from Dartmouth and currently resides in the Atlanta area. Michael's going to be presenting two different sessions during Sherm 18. The Three Reasons People Disagree is going to be held Monday, June 18th at 11.10 a.m. on the Smart Stage, and Taking a Facilitative Approach in Your Organization will be Tuesday, June 19th at 2.15. So, Michael, welcome, and if you would, give me and the listeners a little bit of an overview of your presentations, maybe an elevator pitch if you would.
1: Great. and In fact, why don't I uh, do the first one, the three reasons people disagree. It's one of the uh, smart talks, and it will be great. Most people don't understand that there really, literally, are only three reasons people disagree. Every disagreement in the world, every single one, and we've trained over 23,000 people in our methodology, and so we've never had another person say, there's a fourth, John. So there really (laughs) are only three. Now, that's the good news. Here's the bad news, John, and it really is bad news. If you have, if you as a leader or an HR leader have a level three disagreement and you try to solve that disagreement with level one techniques, you will fail. Level three disagreements can't be solved with level one techniques. Likewise, if you have a level one disagreement, try to solve it with level two techniques. Failure is imminent. So in that very fast talk, I'll be going through what the three reasons people disagree. What? How do you recognize whether you're dealing with the level one, level two, level three, and what are key strategies for addressing each one. So that one will be fun. We'll have a good time with that one. And so, but what do I focus during, during this talk on the other talk, which is taking a facilitative approach in your organization. What's cool about that is we have something we call the facilitative leader. And we know there are seven key principles of a facilitative leader. And when you, everyone knows about the delegative approach to leadership, people know about the directive approach to leadership or the coaching approach. We believe there's a fourth and highly valuable approach, which we call the facilitative approach to leadership. And we're going to be talking about, okay, what are those seven principles and how do we as HR leaders both do it ourselves as well as propagate those same principles throughout our organization. We'll be talking about strategies for both of those
0: given me a lot real quickly and I appreciate that. So it seems like attendees have got a little flavor of what to expect. I guess talk a little bit, if you would, without giving away the entire presentation, Michael, but, you know, in your experience and in the research and everything that you've done, what do you think is the biggest obstacle that HR professionals face when it comes to the facilitative approach?
1: Yes, and, and you can imagine. It's oftentimes leaders hr leaders um, encounter leaders who are very much command and control look i know what i'm doing i need to tell my people what to do and just make sure they do it basically they're treating their people like a pair of hands and feet and as you know with not only this millennial generation but even generations before that it begin realizing no you know i'd like to have a say i like to be able to speak up. I'd like to be able to give my ideas. I'd like to be able to know that the organization I'm working for cares about my thinking, wants to hear my ideas and are willing to, that I'm aligned with their values, aligned with their decision-making process. And that's what the whole idea of facilitation is all about because fundamental to the belief is if the people impacted by a decision are involved in creating the decision, you often get better decisions uh, and also often faster using the facilitation techniques because we understand how to build consensus we understand how to manage and prevent dysfunction better decisions often faster and here's the key part John and it's really important much higher levels of buy-in and commitment because how many decisions are made that fall apart in implementation and in this case facilitation builds that commitment so the obstacles that HR often face is dealing with leaders who don't get it who really believe that it's about command and control
0: the best way or one of the really great ways to really start to dig into this will be to attend your presentations and get a chance to speak to you you. (laughs) but but i'm curious michael what else would you recommend for hr professionals who are interested in becoming better facilitators what are some tips tricks tools that are out there that you would recommend for them
1: and and I I promise everyone I didn't pay John to ask that question. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, of, of course, uh, there is a, a large library of resources on facilitation, which is if you uh, Google facilitation skills, facilitation uh, books, Inevitably, you'll see my book, The Secrets of Facilitation, uh, and it's, it's become the granddaddy book in the uh, laying out a full methodology for uh, facilitating – when you get a group of people together, the 10 principles to go through around facilitating a group. At the same time, of course, there's training available. There are about a dozen strong firms uh, in the facilitation arena arena, uh, who do training. We happen to be the largest of those having trained over 23,000 people in the skills. Uh, But there are plenty of ways for people to uh, to do that. We also have blogs on our site and over 100 articles that people can gain information on from. uh, Okay, how do you uh, get people engaged? How do you do that? How do you actually start a meeting? What are the things to do to really prepare for a facilitated session? Who are the right people to have in the room? So articles on that that I think young people would find very helpful.
0: Some of our listeners, this might be the first time that they've heard you speak at all or learn a little bit about you. They may not be familiar at all with Leadership Strategies, Inc. You've talked a little bit about your book and kind of what you do there. But can you talk maybe a little bit more about the organization and expand on some of the programs that you and your team offer?
1: I sure can, and again, I did not pay him for this question. I promise. Thanks for the opportunity, John. And I, I like that we like to think of facilitation are us. We have thirteen facilitation courses. Uh, ranging from our, our our flagship course the effective facilitator to advanced facilitation facilitative consultant the facilitative leader of uh, the, the facilitative trainer if you will we call it the engaging trainer advanced workshops facilitating masterful meetings and so on so a number of different courses so that's Half our business is training people to do facilitators, to be facilitators in their various roles, whether it's a leadership role, running a meeting, facilitating groups, whatever it may be. The other half of what we do is we do facilitation. So we have over 600 facilitators under contract through our website, findafacilitator.com. Uh, because facilitation is often a local business, and so we want to be able to have facilitators available. Of course, there's a core team of 21 that does about 70 percent of our work each year, so we run hundreds of meetings every year, uh, and the facilitation is the key source that ties it all together. So I'd say those two things are the basic things that we do.
0: You get to travel a lot, and not just in the States, but all over, and, and doing what you do, but I'm curious with Sherm eighteen in particular, have you had a chance to look at the schedule? Or are there any speakers or presentations that you're looking forward to taking part in? Beyond
1: you know, hell, oh, what what's really great is they are there are Sherm always always has fantastic speakers as part of the sessions, and the people that I love looking listening to are the the folks who are really the uh, the seers the uh, in their own industry. So if I was talking about um, in the uh, and the brain work that um uh, Ann Hermanady does always love listening to her and listening to her work uh, when it comes to uh leadership, always love listening to the speakers from ccl and and their work Bob Pike and what he 's doing on and all that he does on always enjoy in this case his his uh, daughter Becky is uh, running the session that 's great. And then on the more interesting side, as we get into advanced technologies, listening to um, uh, Cynthia, I'm drawing her uh, from a net speed learning, and just well, Cynthia Clay doing great work there. always love listening to what she has to say as well. So those are some of the speakers that I always enjoy because you walk away with real-world, real-world tips that you can use right away.
0: It's hard to believe, but Sherm 18 may be somebody's first con- conference Experience. I, I can't imagine starting with something of that scale and scope. But uh, it, as I said before, it's always somebody's first time. So, as somebody that's taken part in events like this, what advice would you give to a first-time conference attendee to make the oh, and
1: that's there? easy, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, it really is. I mean, <laughs> there is shurm can be completely overwhelming. I mean, it is. What's it this year? 15,000 people. Uh, the um, there in Chicago, the Chicago um, Conference Center is huge. So first and foremost, it's nice to look cute, but wear very very comfortable shoes, <laughs> no question. And uh, two, uh, hopefully most people will be with uh, several people from their own organizations. Really do come together and decide which are the essential sessions and divide them up. I mean, it's fun to be with people that you know, more important to get the information that's critical to you. Three, we all love going to the exposition, uh, just going in and looking at all the things that are going on. Before you go, circle the places you want to absolutely make sure you visit so that you have a plan walking into the room knowing who it's going to be that you really want to talk to uh, and who you really want to see because it is just overwhelming. Uh, the, the 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 exhibits and so on and and then finally, be aware it is a long four days, and so uh, pace yourself, absolutely have plenty of breaks as you're going through because it is a fabulous conference.
0: I'm sorry we're not going to be in Atlanta because I might have a different answer here. As far as Chicago, any, any recommendations for folks as far as things to do, places to see, restaurants, anything like that, that in, in your time traveling there? I
1: love um, uh, eating at Blue's Alley uh, right there down by the river. It's a wonderful place to eat. Just love that. That's a place I visit frequently when I am in Chicago. And I am not remembering the Second City Improv group that's there in town. I've done that twice, and always hilarious. Always a good way to get a good laugh, and after a long day at the conference.
0: So, Michael, some of my listeners, hopefully, they're all going to be attending, and they're going to come out and see you and introduce themselves and tell you they heard heard our conversation. But may have some listeners that aren't able to attend. So if if they want to learn more about you, your presentation, or Leadership Strategies Inc., what's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: www.leadstrat.com. So, the lead as in Leadership Strategies and strat as in the Strategies. www.leadstrat.com. Or they can reach me, reach out to me, M. Wilkinson, as in Michael Wilkinson, M. Wilkinson, at the same address, leadstrat.com. Would love to hear from them.
0: Great. Well, Michael, thanks again for your time today. For those of you listening, again, this is John from the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Appreciate you taking part. Look forward to seeing you in Chicago. Take care.